I want to invite Keith up. Keith Farmer, can you come on up and join us this morning? Um, can we welcome Keith this morning? He's great to have him with us. And um, I'll let you share what you want to share and I'll join you soon. Okay, good morning. Encouraging people to go for it. Arguably, encouragement is more important than air and food and water for our living and particularly for thriving. We all need encouragement and it's quite probable that there are many of us here today who are starving because we live in a world where encouragement actually is in short supply. Carol introduced this three-part series last week beautifully as she focused on encouragement through prayer. Prayer with a, a loving father who never, ever goes away, who supports us for who we are in every situation so that we live moment by moment in conversation and communication with somebody who sticks up for us. There are other ways in which encouragement is incredibly important, even on a day-by-day basis. I would dare to say that encouragement is what gets us out of bed in the morning as much as anything else because sometimes the day seems too, too hard. Encouragement involves a number of possibilities. Support from God in prayer and for one another is perhaps the major encouragement. People who are with us. People who are for us. People who help us to know that we actually are not alone and that we are incredibly loved and valued. That is the deepest encouragement that we need. But there are several other encouragements that go around that. Hope. To be able to see light at the end of the tunnel. To be able to get through the tough times by looking forward to something better. And I'm going to share a couple of scriptures with you in a moment about encouraging one another. And actually both of those scriptures are in the context of teaching about the second coming. That there is a hope to keep us going today when life is difficult because it won't be like this for eternity. Encouragement also comes from results, uh, from the fact that uh, we need to see that what we are doing is actually worthwhile and to have that appreciated. I'm going to share in a few minutes very, very briefly the model that I have for mentoring 
and it's mentoring Christian leaders and the most significant possibility to take pastors out of ministry is discouragement. And discouragement is partly about seeing that what you are doing is worthwhile and in tough times for Christian leadership in churches today, when in many churches the key performance indicators are actually stagnant or going down, there are many pastors who are very discouraged because actually they can't see effectively what they are doing is worthwhile. One of the pastors I mentor was a builder before he became a pastor and he sometimes drives around where he used to build houses and stops outside the houses and says to himself, I built that house because it's something that is tangible that he can see that actually has rendered results. Of course, encouragement also involves verbal encouragement, for us to be sincere and whenever we can encourage somebody by complimenting them, by valuing them. Our day can be changed from difficult to okay just through a word by somebody who was sensitive enough to recognise sincerely that they could praise us. I mentioned that encouragement is, from a Christian perspective, primarily from God, but it's also encouraging one another. Uh, I just want to share with you a couple of scriptures that reinforce this. The first is from 1 Thessalonians 5. So speak encouraging words to one another. Build up hope so you'll all be together in this. No one left out. No one left behind. I know you're already doing this. Just keep on doing it. Build up hope so that you'll all be together. No one left out. So that as a community of faith, one of the major ministries is us ministering to one another. And one of the major parts of ministering to one another is to encourage one another to actually be in each other's lives in ways that are hope-providing. The second scripture just takes that and delves a little bit further into one or two other areas, and it's in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out, not avoiding worshipping together as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching. And you recognise there that there's a special mention of the encouragement of coming to worship, the encouragement of being together. As I grow older, I become more and more aware of the absolute responsibility that it is to share a word from God that is encouraging informative, challenging, yes. But each of us have come from a week that actually may have been very muddy, may have been very difficult. 
And I believe that there's a possibility, not only through the worship and the praise and the thankfulness that we bring in our worship, but just to be lifted up and encouraged in who we are in God and what our lives are about. Mentoring, I believe, is a really important potential way of being encouraged. I wasn't actually confident enough that I could be brief enough about mentoring just to talk about it, so I've asked Andrew whether he would just interview me for a short period of time about areas of mentoring that are relevant to you and to me as disciples, as people who are members of a family of God here and in other places. So, Andrew, could you come, please? Smooth as silk, look at this. We're all over it. Well, thanks, Keith. Um, it's always good to have you come and share with us, and then I still have to do something, so that's good. <laughs> um, first of all, I just want to just ask, well, what's your experience in mentoring? What, what's that look like? Oh, uh, um, I guess most importantly, I've been mentored for about the last 40 years by several people. Um, I now am in a mutual mentoring relationship with four people. Prior to that, Jim Henderson was my mentor. Okay. I also, uh, since I retired from my ministry at the Theological College, my, the major part of my ministry has been mentoring Christian leaders so that um, I now mentor Christian leaders in all states of Australia as... Um, the thing that I do um, from day to day. So with that, so there's a fair bit of experience there. Um, what's your understanding of what mentoring actually is? I'll, I'll have to be very succinct. I think mentoring is supporting a person in who they are for what they do and particularly in their discipleship. So mentoring is just an alongside relationship to support people um, in all of the areas of life that are important to their, their well-being. So that, for instance, there's a diagram that we'll put up that very um, uh, summarily shows that mentoring is about um, helping people in their relationship with God, their other key relationships, and for the people I mentor, it's primarily family and team. Mentoring is about um, checking how people are going in their emotional life and particularly how full their emotional tank is. Uh, it's about the stewardship of life, how well are you doing in your vocation, your uh, eating, sleeping, exercising, um, the, the, the rub of life, uh, is your lifestyle sustainable? And uh, the fifth uh, area is a very interesting one in that I asked the leaders if Satan was going to get you out of leadership and for us 
the question would be if, if Satan was going to get us out of discipleship, how might he do it and do you have enough support to actually be able to keep going uh, effectively? So I've been on the receiving end of that. That's exactly what he does. Um, <laughs> to be asked those questions. It's funny that, and I love Keith's way he does that. He'll, he'll ask a question and he's really happy to sit with silence. And all of a sudden you find yourself saying all this stuff that you didn't know you were going to say. So it's a <laughs> great model, really, really helpful. Um, so with that in mind, can you make it a bit more practical? Can you share a story with us about someone you've mentored where you've seen an impartation of encouragement has actually made a significant difference? I, I had to think for a while because there are, there are quite a number. Um, and I, I would say encouragement is the ma- most important flavour of mentoring, encouragement. Uh, about three years ago, I was asked to speak to a... Um, uh, a gathering together of um, ministry teams of about eight Anglican churches from the Sydney Diocese. And uh, there were about 100 people present for the retreat. Uh, The person who invited me was the rector of uh, one of those churches and uh, therefore he introduced me. And in his introduction... He said to the staff, I just need you to know that I would not be here today if it was not for Keith. And that I didn't know how to start what I was going to say because that just bowled me over. I've never asked him what he meant by that, um, but I think that's incredible that mentoring would be sufficient of a support for a person to say, oh, I wouldn't be here today except for it. So mentoring is one way to interact. Um, what would be some other relationships that are really valuable for our own personal discipleship? Yes, um, I would like to emphasise that I think mentoring is just one of a number of structures of support that could be available and that we could avail ourselves of. Um, encouragement in things like um, couplets for prayer and support of one another, um, which can give a level of um, trust and accountability that I'll talk about in in a little while. Um, Small groups, developing relationships with people where there is um, trust and fun and therefore the opportunity to go deeper in uh, uh, areas of accountability which include um, encouragement. Uh, I I would uh, encourage people to, um, if at all possible, be in um, a a spiritual growth growth kind of group where we are given the opportunity to um, uh, answer and ask the hard questions of each other. See, one of the things that I think is really important about um, mentoring is that it it allows me in a situation of absolute confidentiality 
to ask the hard questions of people and to hold them in some ways accountable. You have to have a level of trust and there must be confidentiality, therefore, for, for safety. But that level of, of trust will then allow a regular checkup. See, I think actually mentoring is just a checkup. Uh, it's like we go to our GP maybe um, two times a year or more than that and say to him or her, just, you know, run, run your ruler over me and see how I'm, how I'm going. That's what mentoring really is. Unfortunately, it sometimes gets to be helping people uh, who have fallen over a cliff a bit, but best at its best, mentoring is way back from the cliff, just a check-up. It's amazing how many people go back to the gym the week before I come because they know I'm going to ask them about even maybe relatively peripheral areas such as that. I've never done that, have I? No. <laughs> I avoid the gyms. Um, could I invite Haley up, Haley Roberts, just to come up for a sec? And I just want to ask Haley um, what it's been like for her in terms of having a mentor. And so, um, just one question for you, Haley. So, how have you actually been encouraged with your walk with God? by having a mentor in your life? Um, I've had my mentor for since 2011. So I've had her for quite a while. Um, so obviously I've been through a lot in that time. But it is really a check-up, someone to go to and just ask the questions that your friends don't always ask or the questions that maybe you don't want to be asked. Um, and I guess for me it's just to kind of make sure that I am on the right track and with my mentor she doesn't tell me what to do but she just makes me think about things and gives me ideas. Um, yeah, and um, I guess someone to speak truth into my life um, and then I guess she has gifting so my mentors often will get pictures that she that God's given her that she tells me about, I don't get, have that gifting. So, like, I don't know, it's another way that God can speak to you through someone else, I guess. Um, yeah, it's just someone that prays for you all the time, just an extra person. So I guess my encouragement to you is, like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have a mentor? Or why wouldn't you have a triplet or something? Why Give yourself another chance to make sure that you're on track and having people look after you in a deeper, I guess, a deeper way. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Hayley. Thanks, Hayley. <laughs> Do you want to wrap up? Yes. Are you happy to wrap up? I I'll am. Go, I can sit down? Yes, you okay. can. <laughs> no, I'll be So I think as we come even to our worship time, uh, it's good for us to reflect on uh, how we might um, encourage one another and how we might actually get more encouragement within our own lives. 
I think back to uh, a time when I was listening to one of my colleagues sharing in a, a conference quite a few years ago and uh, he was ministering at that time in Ballarat in Victoria. This is several decades ago. And I remember vividly an illustration he gave uh, about the value of coming to worship and being in a community. In those days, the Churches of Christ tradition had it that there was a, uh, a president who sat up on the platform for the whole service, presided over the service and the Lord's Supper, and the preacher actually sat up on the, on the platform as well and looked past the pulpit at the congregation. And this particular pastor was saying of one um, Sunday morning when the president, who was a lay person, uh, and the presidential address was supposed to be about three to five minutes, but he was waxing on, and he was talking about the typology of the tabernacle. Now, I did learn about that in college, and it is a legitimate Old Testament theme. I'd suggest to you a minor Old Testament theme. And what my colleague said that I'll never forget was, I was looking out over the congregation, and I could see person A, and I'd visited them during the week, and I knew that the police had called around on them to check on them. I was involved in marriage counselling with a couple whom I could see in the congregation, he said. He said there were at least three families who I knew were in deep financial difficulty. There were people in that congregation who were desperate for some word of encouragement, of hope. And here was this clown waxing on about the typology of the tabernacle. Can I say to you today, God will never leave us. The greatest encouragement we can receive is to actually have people and the God of this universe say, I'm on your side. I believe in you. I barrack for you. And I will never, ever change that stance. I mentioned earlier that sometimes encouragement can actually need to entail accountability. This is almost the flip side of uh, some aspects that we've already talked about. But if you do have a relationship of love and trust, then you can actually um, speak into people's lives and have other people speak into our lives the truth. The scripture reminds us that we are to speak the truth in love. And that when these structures of love, such as mentoring or couplets or triplets or small groups or accountability opportunities, when these are available, because of the trust that is built up, we actually are prepared to be held accountable 
by somebody whom we trust. I may have used this illustration before, but I still do remember vividly a particular morning when I was at the college and morning tea time was a major fellowship time at the college where there were no lectures and everybody who was in lectures that morning would come together. And on a particular morning, one of our female students came up to me when I was by myself and just said to me, Keith, I wonder whether you would just ask me tomorrow morning how I got on tonight. And then she walked away. I said, yes, yeah, sure, that, that'd be easy. She came back a few minutes later and said, I need to um, explain to you, you know I haven't been a Christian for all that long. She was in her first year. Um, and, and before I became a Christian, I was in a relationship with a man that was not a godly relationship and I have agreed to have dinner with him tonight and I am still vulnerable. So the next morning I stood by myself for a little while and she came up and she said to me, thank you so much. I got on okay. And I got on okay because I didn't want to say to you what I was vulnerable about. That was the thing that actually got me through. That person graduated and has been in ministry for 35 years since that time. And I think maybe, just maybe, one of God's major resources was just on appropriate occasions just to have accountability. I actually believe that if we are able to be supported and encouraged by God and those around about us, if we are sensitive to the opportunity just to say a word of encouragement to one another whenever the possibility arises, that we would even be sensitive to say a word of encouragement to members of our ministry team whenever it is an opportune time because as I said earlier, people in ministry across Australia are basically doing it tough at the moment. And again, I may have on a previous occasion used an incredible verse from Romans chapter 8 in order to be able to address the last part in a half a minute of the go for it part. Um, that God didn't actually bring us into resurrection, and I'm, and I, I'm actually uh, paraphrasing here. God didn't bring us through uh, the sacrifice of Christ and the work of the Spirit in us to have a resurrected life in order to be a timid, grave-tending life. I love the, the colourfulness of that. You know, do you or I live timid, grave-tending lives, or because of the encouragement of God and his spirit in our lives and the encouragement of one another, we can lift up our heads and today, although it's muddy, although it may be messy, although we may not in human terms be looking forward to some things in the next week by 
the security of the love and grace of God and the encouragement of that and those around us, we can go for it. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for that love, the encouragement of the fact that you'll never leave us, that you believe in us, and in the muddiness and the messiness of our lives and of life in general, that you encourage us not only to keep going, but to live life to the full, to really go for it for you and for the benefit of those around about us. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.